0: Spring
1: off Hey, Brynn, have you seen Steel Magnolias?
0: Oh my god, yes. I love that movie.
1: Jonesy, you seen it, right?
0: Uh-uh. Springer. Hey, Tony. Yeah? You've seen Dracula, right? Oh,
1: I love that movie. It's so good. Lena, you've seen it. What do you think? <laughs> hey, Brynn, have you seen <laughs> Weekend of Bernie's? Oh my god! Weekend of Bernie's made my life. Jonesy, you have to have seen it. On it's the best That movie scared the sh** out of me when I was a kid the shit out of you I have not seen that one And I will be praying for all of your souls It's your film spring, Alina I haven't seen it It's showtime Hey everybody Hi all you film springers <laughs> oh, <laughs> Welcome yeah. that another third Episode of Film Springer The podcast all about your favorite films And your shelter friend who's never seen them I am Tony, and I'm here with
2: Bren. I'm Bren,
1: <laughs> and our sheltered friend. Hi uh,
2: hey guys, I'm Lena.
1: Yeah, aka Jonesy. Call Jonesy. Her yeah. <laughs> this I'll answer week, to Hey You. We are going back to the 90s. This is actually came out the year I graduated high school. That tells you how old I. So <laughs> old. It What's is that a, 40 years ago. Shut your mouth. <laughs> it is a 1995 dark comedy. Welcome to the dollhouse. Welcome oh, to I the dollhouse. I love this film. I have very um strong, I saw this actually in the theater a few times when it came That's out. Nuts. And it's a very indie film. It was like made off of what? I think it was 800000 It a cost a shoestring to make it? budget. Oh, not yeah.
2: shocking. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and it did really well in the box office and the critics loved it and all of that good stuff, but we're going to watch the trailer and get everybody in the mood for a little bit of Welcome to the Dollhouse.
2: Don, let me put it to you straight. We're not here to get you, but you've got to understand
0: you're in junior high now. This goes in your computer on your record.
1: Hey, Vina, what are you looking at?
2: Nothing. You come in here to wash your hands. Mm. Yes, I did. Hi, Dawn. We were just wondering, are you a lesbian? <laughs> Brandon, I can't be your
1: girlfriend. I'm in love with someone else. Who? Steve Rogers. He's in high school.
2: Who's Steve Rogers?
1: Well, Steve Rogers is only, like, one of the most popular guys in class. Steve.
2: Steve. You will fall in love with me. You will take me away from this place. Dawn. For you.
1: I'm thinking of using
2: this one for my first album cover. Oh, Steve, they're all so beautiful. You better get ready. Steve! I have to talk to you.
0: Well, Steve is horny. How horny? He'd go out with anyone as long as it was a girl and willing.
2: You mean heaven, of
0: course? Duh. So welcome to the
2: dollhouse. Welcome to the
1: dollhouse. You're her older sister, and Missy loves you. I love you. You do not. I do not. I'm... You are not leaving this table until you tell your sister that you love her.
0: do you think about girls? What are you kidding? I want to get into a good school. Were you playing with my dolls?
1: I love Ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. <laughs> so the film was directed and written by Todd Solons. Solons? Is that how you say his last name? Do you guys know?
0: Solons? What's Sullins? he done? Todd Sull-
2: Anything?
1: Yeah, he's done a lot. Well, all of yeah. his films have a very dark undertone, like happiness, if you guys have seen that storytelling. Yep. And then his film, um, Paladromes, actually takes the know. character of Don Wiener and this opening of the film is at Don Wiener's funeral. Yeah. <laughs> she died of suicide suicide. Um, and they actually act- asked the actress who played Don Wiener, um, I can never say her last name. Heather Matter Heather Matazaro to reprise her role as Don Wiener, and she said, No. <laughs> Which Good I don't for blame her. her. I know. Why? But the, because she said, it? No, she said doing the film at the time when she was that age was was very eye-opening for her sexuality because she ended up coming out as a lesbian later. Yep. Um, and in an interview later on after the film came out, she said the film helped her realize her sexuality because she didn't understand what a lesbian was at the time of the filming of Welcome to the Dollhouse. And so she went and researched and she realized, oh my God, that's what I am. But she grew up very religious. So it took her about nine years after this film to come out. This film came out. She came out nine years later and was very holy comfortable holy. with her sexuality. What well,
2: religion? Because this very much pertains to our podcast. Um, I, I want to
1: say she grew up very... Catholic or I want to say Catholic. I got to look it up, but I want to say it was she was Catholic or something like that.
2: I'm kind of surprised her parents let her do this movie.
1: If they were so religious.
2: Right. Like I can understand, you know, them letting her act and do something like princess diaries. Yeah. That's what I know her from. But yeah, I'm surprised that at such a young age, her parents, Knowing that she was in a strict, you know, whatever denomination yeah. or faith it, was, it Catholic. was,
1: she grew up Catholic. So I'm still
2: surprised yeah. that they let her do that. You a total
0: slam on Heather Montarazzo's parents right, no! after right that off of the bat.
1: How about Brynn, you give us a brief synopsis or plot of the movie <laughs> before we get into making the depth enemies of the movie.
0: right and left. <laughs> From Lena thinks her parents suck. Um, so this movie um is centered around I like i it's so hard um it is centered around yes. a middle school girl it is not a coming of age
1: she's 11 story. and a half the character of don Weed. yeah
0: she's 11 and, and a half so, so she's, she's not like coming seventh grade? of age she's in middle school yeah. and it is basically just uh, the story of an awkward bullied picked on unloved middle school Girl, And I think yeah. no matter who you are or what you are, like creed, color, religion, sexuality, we can all relate to the awkward yeah. bullying of a middle school girl. Cause yeah. we have all felt like that.
1: Oh, so yeah. that's it. It's
0: just all the weird stuff that happens, how her parents <laughs> suck and she's got a perfect <sighs> little sister that's pretty mm-hmm. and does ballet. And she's awkward and her last name is Weiner. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair to anyone. Change I it. I know.
1: And this is another film about horrible parenting and horrible adults. Horrible parenting. I was just like he's And I've seen this movie so many times cuz I actually watched it in the theater when it came out in 95. Um but the film itself, I think like we were talking before, for me is very very honest, raw, kind yeah. of cruel version or um what's it called, view of junior high that yes. I've ever seen in film. I mean, it's I mean, brutally honest. I mean, kids that age are horrible. Terror. Horrible. That's so true.
0: I was talking to the guy I'm dating. We were watching it together. And, I, and he kept saying, like, this isn't real. This isn't how kids really act. And I was like, oh, no, yeah. you're right. And I was like, no, I was bullied in middle school. And yeah, the, so was uh, this girl did call me a lesbo. She would follow me around had, on the bus, yeah. call me a lesbo. One time I broke my finger. And she's like, what well, would you get that from finger banging? And I was like...
1: I had what? somebody in junior high write Faggot on my locker, so I can relate to Wiener yep. Dog having it all that shit. Like, to me, like I was saying, it's a real depiction of junior high. I think it high school is school's a little easier, maybe, because you kind of come into your own, but junior high is the worst. Junior and high
2: is awful. It's also awful, awful to teach like because you're Those such a
1: teachers too we're horrible we're
2: horrible our <laughs> teachers are horrible to her or
1: dawn wiener
2: well and your step middle school is such an age where like you still kind of want to play with dolls sometimes but then yeah. you also want to light them on fire and wear Man. training bras yeah. and like you don't understand why you're like i want to kiss that kid and i want to hit him <laughs> yeah. yeah. middle school's hard it is yeah, i mean the- i didn't understand but i guess some
0: people might like when <laughs> she has a bully in this it's just many bullies many including bullies. her parents but one of the bullies tells her i'm gonna rape you tomorrow yeah, i don't She's like that Not- okay Sorry, the hard R. This is triggering. This is triggering, and this triggering. movie is triggering for it anyone is. who's experienced yeah. sexual assault.
2: We say um, all the bad R words yeah, in this sorry. movie. <laughs> but
0: then he calls her on the phone at her parent at her home. Yeah, where she lives with her family. and he goes, "Remember, tomorrow I'm gonna rape you." Yeah. and she's like, "Okay,
1: okay, Brandon." Okay. Like and then and then oh God, they have this scene where somebody. they're laying in the the, do, the 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 special people's club clubhouse and she yeah. tells Brandon I I can't be your boyfriend. He's like who the fuck is this other guy? It's like very like, hot that college scene, guy. It's like oh she just wants to be somebody to think she's cool. And, and I like will her. tell you that
0: there was like an older college This movie was triggering for me in the sense that I was like I am Don Weiner. I was so
1: scared. There, this yeah. was also
2: triggering for me.
0: I remember putting on like a a southern bell hat thinking my college crush would think it was like so So chic (laughs) and hot and walking around the neighborhood and I was like it's so painfully earnest that I had to stop several times and walk away from the movie the movie (laughs) yeah I I think maybe
1: because I've watched it so many times I when I watch the film I always get in the mood Mm. afterwards of like Ooh, I just want to fuck somebody up. I want to fuck somebody I up. Look you at were me going wrong. Else with that. Look I at me you wrong.
0: Saying, I thought you were saying. it got you in the mood.
1: Oh God, I was like, no. Okay, all right, strange. <laughs> yeah, I look at producer Rob and I'm like three o'clock. You get rid of it. <laughs> three o'clock. You and me. And it's Rob's like, any of this? Yes, yes. Okay, when is this? Yeah, yeah put producer it in Rob my is calendar. like, do
0: you want me to lay down? What's happening?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I know. <laughs> so uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, but that this, was hard to hear. Yeah, the film, it is actually a really good film. Like, if you look at it and what it is, in the time it came out, it was there was really nothing like it that came out that was so
0: no and honest
1: you're... in a way, honest and did a real depiction of junior high. I thought, well, and
0: think about like Napoleon Dynamite, like, yeah. you know, a f- they, they played it for like screwball comedy, but it is a ripoff of Welcome to the
2: Dollhouse.
1: Yeah. And I
2: hated that movie too.
1: And you know, what? Cruel Intentions, the guy that wrote Cruel Intention was influenced by Welcome to the Dollhouse. He saw Welcome to the Dollhouse and he was walking across the street and he thought of dangerous liaisons. Let's put him in high school. And that's yeah. how he, but it was, he, he credits Welcome to the Dollhouse as his inspiration for doing Cruel Intentions. So
2: fun, Lena fact, Cruel Intentions is one of my f- most favorite films. I did see it when it first came out.
1: It's awful. I
2: loved yeah, it from the get go. It's a horrible I also horrible love film. the soundtrack. <laughs> it's an oh, awful movie. It's an
1: awful movie. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> it bad. really is.
2: This was an awful movie.
1: No, it wasn't. Wow, I don't okay. think so. I think. That's debatable.
0: Okay. It's going to be one of those episodes. Yeah. Orlena's going to
1: hate everything.
0: <laughs> Shut up, dog. Holy moly.
1: Gosh. Um, but yeah. the, some of the, the fun facts about the film is the director, Todd, um, Soldat decided to leave the business, the show business, with because he had done a short um, before this, or a real another indie movie called Fear, Anxiety, and Depression, and he had a horrible yeah. experience doing the film, and he said he was never going to go back to the showbiz because he didn't like it, whatnot. And then he had a lawyer friend that was like, "No, you need to go back and to make a mo- make a movie, a feature." And so he wrote the script for Welcome to the Dollhouse in like '89, I want to say, or somewhere around there, and he just put it in the back shelf and was like, nobody's ever going to touch this. So this lawyer friend of his was like, I'm going to get the financing for you to do a film. So he brought out Welcome to the Dollhouse and reworked the script and it got greenlit and he ended up making it. And it so, won the jury grand prize for Sundance and It was like, critics really liked this movie when it came out. Because it's so
0: earnest and real. Yeah. And it's just like about emotions. And it's like so awkward and painful that you can't look away, but you all, you relate to it and you hate yourself and you hate it.
2: And you, it's, it makes you feel all of these emotions. It
1: does. I think I do
2: understand why this was groundbreaking and great for its time.
1: For ninety five, yeah, for its time. Okay. Do you not? Thanks for think- giving that to <laughs> us, Lena. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Lena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think kids, even now in junior high, probably have it worse because back then they didn't have social media. You weren't getting bullied on social media. You yeah, know but what I, I also mean?
2: feel like you're being bullied for different stuff these days.
1: I don't think so. I think kids are still horrible at that age. Yep. And they're going to yes, tease you they're still about, horrible. And they're still going to use, they're still going to call kids fags. You still hear it all the time. I don't think. I I, I disagree. disagree. <laughs> no, I disagree with you, Lena, When was the I,
2: last time you hung out with an 11-year-old? I got
1: yelled. I was walking down the street maybe two or three years ago in Hillcrest. And these two, they had to be junior high kids, rolled down their window with the parents in front. And they yelled out faggot. So I mean, they are still with the parents in
2: front. So maybe it's just that they were shithole kids. I'm just saying my nieces and nephews, it is a different time where that is not allowed. Like on, there's different ways kids are bullied is all I'm saying.
1: Yeah. I just think that's what I think. It's I think if you're saying kids are not bullied as bad these days. No,
2: no, no, no. I'm saying different. I'm saying different okay, and that's where I'm saying this maybe doesn't hold up is kids are like, we're not necessarily gonna make fun of you with the F word or that kind of stuff.
0: I I think that sexual because that's when you're first having your like sexual awakening and sexual feelings. And so, you know, anything that's not deemed like fully normal, kids are gonna go after. And we are all so um, protective and insecure about our sexuality that it's like weight or something or appearance. It's like your sexuality and your weight or your appearance. Like those are the things that people can hit and it hurts you.
2: Agreed. So absolutely appearance, all that kind of stuff. I'm just saying the sexuality stuff, there's not as much steam in it in the younger generation. I think we want to think that.
1: Yeah. But I think actually, it's still there. I, I still think it's yes. Granted compared to 95 to now, a lot That's of kids, a lot of kids in high school, middle school have it a little better, but it's still a problem. It is kids still going to get made
2: now. Kids yeah. are transitioning now. That but that doesn't mean they're not have, getting
1: bullied. They no, maybe are I'm out there, but that. I'm saying they're probably still getting bullied. Just like, and like, do you think
0: in Ohio or like Arkansas? Yeah, no, no. But I,
2: I am talking to nieces, nephews, that kind of stuff. And it is different. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying kids aren't getting bullied. I'm just saying for sexuality and those kind of things, it really is kind of, and I've also been a middle school teacher. Yeah, Those things don't sting as much because they aren't as taboo. So they aren't reached for as a weapon as much i think that's a that's all optimistic. i'm saying i think that's an optimistic yeah. view of well how i've been we a been. middle school teacher and i have kids in my life that are 11 and 12 and 10 so i, I think, don't think maybe that
1: applies to the coastal but if you're gonna go into middle america i think it's yeah. still you see it on the news. You see it on social media. It's still hard for kids to come out as gay. Oh, for even sure. If you're, I'm not like,
2: saying it's easy now. I'm just saying, and absolutely, coastal, regional, it all matters where yes. you are. I just think it is very different than it was in the 90s. That The F word doesn't have as much weight in a dagger. Now it's kind of almost...
1: I don't agree with that. I still do think the F word is still as harsh and cruel as it was people using it in 95. I think if kids are using it today in school or even in, in public, like adults using it against other adults, it still carries the same weight and sting that it did back when I was in school.
2: But I don't think it's being used in that way as much as it was in the 90s. I don't like in the 90s i feel I like know. everybody was reaching for that as a thing like i even in high school in the 90s was like that's yeah. so gay you know what well, i mean the like, other thing and not, with
1: it is cancel that, culture now there's you'll get canceled for it but it doesn't correct. mean that it's still there's not repercussions. Out there. yeah
2: agreed i'm not saying it's not out there i'm just yeah. saying i think that it's not what it was in the 90s. In the 90s, you could absolutely be like, that's so gay. And everyone knew that yeah. that, that was some kind of connotation. Now, I don't think that happens on the offhand as much.
1: Um, I don't know, I guess, speaking maybe from- Maybe I'm
2: ignorant and Speaking stupid.
1: from <laughs> being somebody that's part of the LGBTQ yes. community, I just think that the word still weighs the same. I still think people use it to hurt people. I still see it within our own community. And I'm sure when you get these junior high kids, I'm still certain they're still using it to bully other kids. That's all I'm saying. Maybe it's a less, but it's still there and it's still happening. It's just like they're still calling
0: kids fat. They're still calling them poor. They're still calling them, uh, you know, it's like
2: the the tried and true way to really ring someone's bell. But that's what I'm saying is it's actually like from my experience being a middle school teacher, it's actually more wounding to be like, ha you're so poor, you can't afford fill in the blank than be like, you're gay. You know what I mean? Like, that's not. So that's what I mean, where I'm like,
1: so my thought on that is, let's say as an adult now, I'm an adult, I'm in my 40s. I'd rather be called poor than somebody calling me a fag. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and if I'm an adult and I'm still feeling that way, I can't imagine how a kid would feel if they're called a fag over being poor. You know what I mean?
0: Well, and it's just like, because I mean, I, I still think I, it's, it's like still, very much still an insult. Like, why yeah. did that girl, like, I mean, why did you decide to call me a lesbian? Like, because it's like, she's like,
1: yeah. this
2: is something that you, if you are, you should be ashamed of.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying I don't think it's. As I hear. as I hear, I, 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 yeah. I hear
1: what you're saying you're saying I don't, you don't think, think it's, it's the
2: wound I don't think it's yeah. the wound and so that's why I think it's not used as much because people are like oh well that's not a bad thing anymore to be like that's so gay it's like well gay is you know not bad anymore that's all I'm not saying it I know I mean, yeah, we yeah we've tangented I'm not trying to defend <laughs> bullies no, no, or no, no. say that bullies aren't using that so back as, to yeah. the film <laughs> Let's get back to the film. This is gonna be a long episode. <laughs> oh, holy <gosh>. moly.
1: <laughs> you know it was in this film that I totally forgot and I was obsessed with? The guy that plays um Steve. The Yes the lead from band. Ugly Betty. Ugly Betty, Daniel from Ugly Betty. Yes. I totally
0: forgot. He <laughs> is also this. in like I a- uh, he a, does all of those freaking a,
1: Christmas movies. Too. At least a
0: baker's dozen of these Hallmark movies, oh, which are called horrible. signed, sealed, delivered. delivered. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: oh man, He's but the, the but poor Dawn Wiener, she gets it from the beginning of the film all the way till the end I when know, she I has wish. to still go to Disney World with the hummingbirds. <laughs>
0: Well, which is like I don't want to go to Disney World. I don't want to.
1: I know. I don't feel sorry
2: for her. That was the other part of this problematic part of the movie with me is I, especially once she results in spoiler alert her sister's kidnapping.
1: Hey, I I don't think.
2: But that
0: is also like we have all thought about doing that.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) Yes.
0: And so we
2: I was just the look oldest like its crazy conclusion.
1: Yeah,
0: that it's like, oh, and she did it, and then she got kidnapped. Yeah. But then the girl liked being kidnapped. Yeah,
1: be look <laughs> okay, at Missy. Of <laughs> she got McDonald's. Got control of the pusher. <laughs>
0: And then she, and then Heather, you know, Dawn is in actual trouble because she's gone to New York by herself. By herself. They don't really care because they
1: found her. That was this part of the film that really pissed me off. It always does that scene when she's calling on the payphone to the house. Her brother picks it up and she asks to talk to mom. And the mom is like completely oblivious that her other daughter is missing. That went to New York and was sleeping in the streets. I'm like, fucking period. Parents. parents,
0: man. But they reminded me of my childhood, too. I, I know. Care about
1: me. <laughs> well, it goes back to, like, the latchkey kids and stuff. You're yes. on your own and stuff. Def- but...
0: Definitely a
2: boxcar kid, for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, so the, the film, for me, too, is hilarious. There's so many funny parts in this movie and so many one-liners. And so I,
2: many! Yeah.
1: And the thing I really appreciate about this movie came out in 95, and it reminds me of a time in society and filmmaking when everything wasn't taken so freaking seriously serious Seriously. you can yeah. laugh at stuff you can laugh at the darker sides of life where now i don't think we are allowed to laugh as much at the darker yeah. side of life because or you have get to canceled. be
2: you have to be so purposeful in but making it exhausting. intentional it's right exhausting. that's what i mean yeah
1: so this like that's i think for me one of the big appeals of this film and why i think it for me, it still holds up, and I think it's a great film. Is that it? Uh, it's that time capsule of the '90s where it yes. was really. It reminded me of like the grunge era, where everything was yes. just so rebellious. And
0: and also, his name was Steve Rogers, which Steve is Captain Rogers. America's name.
1: Yeah. That
2: was yeah. Right away, yeah. I was like,
1: <laughs> I think maybe that's why <laughs> I identify with the movie so much. It just reminds me of that rebellious time, and I miss that now because we don't really see that. And these days. Uh, well, like, and I
0: just love that, like, she also was like, because her parents treated her like shit. So she's like, I'm going to treat you like shit right back. So my <laughs> no. mom's like, tear it down. She's like, no, no, <laughs> it's final. It's dance. Yeah. yeah. And
1: but, like when she tells her when her brother's like, get out. And she's like, no, Steve and I aren't talking. No, <laughs>
0: you yeah. <laughs> like being such a fascist.
2: I was like, yeah. yes. I also <laughs> like that Steve was like, just let her stay. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I was the oldest, but I had those kind of older teenage friends in my church that were like, oh, she's cool. And I was like, yeah, I'm cool. (laughs) I had no older friends. I was a nerd.
0: You were a nerd. Oh my! I was the biggest nerd. I think this film
1: probably really relates to people who grew up bullied or were felt like a Don Wiener in junior high and high
2: school. Well, and I think also if you are a child of the 90s in any sense, I agree where this is something nostalgic. Yeah. As we go into the podcast and talk about my take on this and whether it holds up, I've got more to say on that matter. However, I think for our generation and yeah. we are a wide generation on this podcast, I'm not going to throw anyone on the bus, but we're a good, like eight years. Yeah. I'm a millennial. I'll have, but you I know. also
1: know from social <laughs> media, this film has a resurgence within the yeah. young Gen Zers. Like they, it's, it's like become a cult film that people Okay, seek but out Gen Z are,
2: are also, they're like,
1: they're actually, Gen, soon. <laughs> no, Gen Z, Gen Z's are actually like, what I read an article where they said they're the new Gen X, like they're, yeah, they're kind of taking a the lot in of between. Influence. Yeah, yeah. Well, it goes yeah. Gen X millennials and then, or wait, Gen X millennials and then Gen Z's are the young 20 something. So who's
0: Gen Y? Me.
1: Gen Y, Gen y? there's a Gen yeah. Y. Yep. Mm -hmm. Millennial. That's millennials. No, no, no. No, yes. No, yes. Millennials are Gen Ys. They're the same. Yeah. So
2: it's actually a very small window of the Gen X and millennial where we grew up kind of. Not in as much technology as the rest of the millennials, but still more technology than Gen Xers. And I am right. I am 1982. Heyo! So I am right on that cusp. I'm right in the middle of that Gen Y. And I very much feel it. Um, Yeah. 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 We are something in the in-between. We are the cusp babies. So the
1: director of this film, you know what TV show he got inspiration from to write this? Oh, no, <laughs> no. The wonder years
0: wonder years that makes so that's much not sense. surprising makes, yeah that's
1: not surprising yeah. Yeah, that so sense. he actually wrote the script in 88 and then put it on the back shelf and then came back to it in the early 90s and then it's so
0: quintessential it. 90s i mean that's i'm glad it was made in Me the 90s too. i'm glad that it it yeah. ha- was of that time
1: you know it's really funny that the ha- because just how much this film has impacted, I guess, underneath pop culture and like a cult following. There are there are drag queens that do Don Wiener in yes. full drag. I've seen. And yes. I'm like, that is so amazing.
0: Well, I was yeah, talking to the guy I was dating, I was like, Oh my gosh, we should be Don and Steve. <laughs> we
1: Halloween. Halloween. I would totally do Don Wiener in the green oh, yeah. and then the In blue
0: the green.
1: Top. Uh, yes, yes, that's exactly <laughs> that what, what I was thinking. Yeah. And I'll dress up Rob as Missy in a tutu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Missy the Choo Choo! Yeah,
1: we have logo we'll as Don and Missy. Yeah. How hilarious would that be? That would be fantastic. I mean, that would be hilarious. Yeah. Oh, so Bryn, when was the first time you saw this movie? Let's get into that.
0: I saw this movie in like probably like the fifth grade. It was before yeah. middle school. Well, and it's weird because middle school is, why are you looking at me like that, Lena? If, I know, you know, she has the
1: judgy faces tonight, everything judgy, face judgy. on right now. Yeah.
2: I have a huge problem with this movie. <laughs> uh, yes.
1: Just I'm like sorry. we had a huge problem with that piece of shit, The Frog Prince. <laughs> <laughs> now, this was 10 times better than The Frog Prince. You have to Debatable. admit that. Ah, that, uh, no. I at least there was so.
0: no frog scrotum.
1: Yeah, that yeah. movie that was problematic. Okay, let's get back to the we don't that need to talk about. Bryn. Okay, there when did you watch it? When did you in this watch movie, it?
2: So I'll take a he frog didn't molest- scrotum and molest her.
0: Not- he just took pictures of her doing pirouettes. Yeah. All right, that's better. So-
1: Go ahead, bren. When when did you first watch this film?
0: About the fifth grade. It was before I was in middle school because for me, middle school was seventh eighth grade. I know yeah. it's different for different people. Um, but I saw it in the fifth grade, and it was like right at like my peak. Like I was like peak elementary school chubby, yeah. braces, two older brothers with like cute guys hanging around, and me just being such a drama nerd listening to Lay Miz <laughs> and my braces and being so yeah, painfully earnest was, and like yeah. writing my own poetry. So I remember thinking, like, Don girl, I know yeah, it. it I know. Different <laughs> sexual feelings and like not understanding so like very much i'm like i remember being bullied and like pretty badly and not telling my parents because there's like an inherent shame that comes with it because you feel like you're oh for sure and like yeah i was such a little earnest chubet yeah and i just remember thinking like man they see me somebody sees me me. yeah
1: they recognize and they go yep i made a movie just for you
0: (laughs) yes someone else like understands and feels this way and i just, yeah
1: Yeah. it was a very
0: impactful like reassuring moment in my life yeah and we you know really we've talked about this before like tony and i are are super love for cinema Mm -hmm. and the different movies but i you know i think it really sort of reinforced that I liked movies more than people. (laughs) They're much more validating than me than hanging out with other people. So just like loved this movie. And I, you know, I have a thing and my brother has this too, where if we get too embarrassed during movie, we'll have to turn it off and leave. Like I had to leave the theater during Never Been Kissed. I can't, I just cannot take it when people are embarrassed. So I remember it took me a little bit to get through it. Yeah. But then once I was through it and I understood it, I rewatched it, but it's been a good, 15 years since last time I saw it. Yeah. So rewatching it, it took me right back there. Did you enjoy it it
1: when you? I loved it. it. Yeah. I
0: loved it. I like, I was like thinking to my younger self, I was like, you keep going, you little chubbette. You're going to be okay.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: you know, just, you're going to get your braces off and, you know. You're going to make your little way. So it was like, it was nice to like reconnect with that time in my life.
1: Yeah, I have the same as you bring because I watched this in the theater because I was a senior in high school when it came out. And I remember going to the theater and seeing it just because it just I remember going, oh, my God, this is going to be hilarious and I'm going to like it. And when I saw it, I was like, shit, I was Don Wiener in junior high. And then I really related to the film, and I think that's why I liked it so much, and I still do after all these years. I rewatch it, and like I was saying, it's like this renegade period of filmmaking. Yeah, you remember that, Bryn? Like when it was like shoestring budget to put these like films. No out. budget.
0: I mean, and it was also very much like Party Girl, which Lena also yeah. hated. And this was before
1: things. digital film, so yes. to put a film up and get it out, it was. It took like a, it took a lot of people to do it it wasn't as easy as now because of technology
0: and the guy that i'm dating we were watching it together and he kept saying is this a comedy i think it what is. what is this and yeah. I, I was like it was the period in the 90s where movies could just be
1: yeah like it was just a, yeah there wasn't any rules there wasn't any you can't say this you can't do that you have to do this you have to do that and this film really just said no to all of that and said they were like, we're making this film and this is how we're going to do it. And if people don't like it, they don't like it. It's going to resonate like- with people. And I think it did. I think it's it, over the years why it's such a cult classic film. It, it found its like audience and these people who really identify with Don Wiener. You know what I mean? Just, it's being like a John
0: Waters it. situation where it's yes. like the Outsiders. Yes. In, but yeah.
1: not it's made in a for a the misfits of like society. Campy. Yeah. Yeah, That's no, what I love it really about feel. it.
2: And there, there was definitely an era in the 90s where these indie films were getting made. Like you said, Tony, where yeah. like... Movies were just made. They didn't have to necessarily fit into
1: a box like you, they do. Right.
2: On, like so, they yeah. kind of fit into several boxes and no boxes at all. And I do remember that. And you can see that when you're going back on films in the 90s. Yeah. I feel like there was this big push. It's and like, this is definitely one of those kind of 90s yeah. films. It's
1: like this Party Girl singles, The Clerk oh, singles. Of those oh, my God. Like How I love that. We need you know
2: to know add me? that on the list because that's one of the ones I've always wanted to watch and yeah i loved that movie. but i
1: still even like i've watched the film over the over the last few years and i haven't probably seen this in probably a year and then re-watching it it took me right back to like high school and i so through this... the whole film i'm just like don lose your shit and go after them and like when lolita's like tells her like i want to watch you shit i'm like don't just kick her just kick, kick her, her right her. in the Oh, ovaries. i know so and at the producing. end of the movie it always gets me pumped like come on somebody's looking at me wrong i'm gonna take yes. it i'm gonna do one for don wiener this is for don this Son is for a don <laughs> but weird is that too
2: though like can you just make yourself shit i can't
1: <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast
2: that's a different podcast yeah
1: oh wait before I, oh you know what time it is we're totally like behind <laughs> schedule but oh, i'm sorry let's start Name, name drop. drop.
2: I, want, I spend an hour with her every single day. I once played a drinking game with Celine Dion, Liza Minnelli, Cher, Laura Dern. I don't know her.
1: Who would you say is the most famous person in your film?
2: My good friend Ben Affleck and his crippling addiction to back tattoos. I have the best Lady Gaga
1: story of all time. Hate him, loathe her over them, can cancel it, tell me everything. All right, it's time for name drop. This is our version of Six Degrees. So who are we going to pick from this film and then pair it for the next one? Because we did... Um, Heather Mather,
2: Isn't the only other famous person uh, Steve Rogers? Yes.
1: Yeah, Eric. Um, like ma- if we're going, ma- going ma- for
2: chances, ma- for...
1: Ma- so from our next film, Bren, who sh- there's a this cast is so many, so many, so and so many famous famous should... people. Who should we do?
0: What do you think? We should probably Emilio? do like um. Ooh, I don't want to do.
1: I don't want to do the obvious. Yeah. Hey guys,
2: okay. I don't know what they're talking about. What either.
1: about um? Oh, Patrick Swayze, the yeah. Little let's see, Patrick, Patrick Swayze. Swayze. Yeah. Let's okay. see if we can do this. I have a feeling we're not going to be able. <laughs> so Got Eric Mambias, the guy that plays Steve Rogers, it. who is Daniel and Ugly Betty, to oh, Patrick Swayze.
0: Patrick Swayze. I know. I know. So that's
1: gonna be our name drop. We're gonna try to see if we can do this by the end of the end of the show. Yeah. But now it's the time that I know Brynn and I are dreading is um, Lena's take on this film and what she thought of it. <laughs> let's let's get this over with. All R- right, rip let's the band-aid it. off.
2: <laughs> okay, come on. I <laughs> hated it.
1: Hates a strong word. Why?
2: Um. Okay. So I can appreciate. Again, like we kind of talked about earlier, the 90s films that were those independent films, and you didn't have to necessarily be about anything. I recognize, and I do think this is one of those movies that if I watched it closer to that time frame, I would have a greater appreciation for it. However, I also think this is one of those movies that does not hold up. So if you did not watch it during that time frame, it is wildly problematic. Uh, wait, trigger wait. warning to everyone listening. They say "retard" a lot. Yeah. Yes, that, and yeah. that is a part of the '90s. I went to middle school and high school in the '90s. That was regular vernacular. So it is a sign where, it, or it is a movie that rep, represents the time especially middle school of that time. Like that is absolutely appropriate for that time. Is it still like every time they said it, I went. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: But does that make it a horrible film?
2: No, there's more. Um, I also (laughs) have a huge problem. We've already talked about it. Uh, the young boy threatening rape, um, we talked about trigger warnings and that kind of stuff. To me, I, this was a trigger warning because I actually had an experience as a very young kid um, who was naive, where I had a popular kid who would insult me to everyone else and then try to grope me in private um, and use those kind of like things that he used. And to me, that's toxic. That's not cute. That's not something that needs to be- Do you think that they were trying to romanticize it or
0: show that it was cute?
2: Uh, Not necessarily. I'm not, I I don't think they necessarily were trying to show it was cute. I think it was very much a sign of the times. Mm -hmm. But do I think that's a sign of the times that needs to live forever as something that is like, hey, this is the way we used to charm each other. Like, no, That, that was really messed up and really toxic. And I cannot enjoy this movie because all of that scene, when he calls her on the phone, all I kept thinking was, I wish she had an adult she could tell.
0: Yeah, I I think that that adds to the realism of it. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess but, I can see what you're saying in that like she does end up wanting to be his girlfriend.
2: Right, well, and to me, the the really problematic thing, and I guess this is what, like, if it had been shown in a different light, I think I wouldn't have had as much of a problem with it. But yes, it is absolutely true that, especially middle school age, you confuse that as liking and that kind of stuff. But I would have liked if there was some kind of scene that then, and obviously, again, this is a sign of the times. We didn't get to see how problematic that was, how this was like, it was so problematic. And yet I recognized a sign of the times. But also, this is why I'm like: this is not a movie that holds up. This is not a. a roll your eyes all you want.
1: Oh yeah. This is, I think it. This- I think it does. I think it. I I know for you. I think watching the film, you take a lot of. You take a lot of your personal journey and see it through the film, which a lot of people do when they watch film.
2: Right, and you do too with yes. it though, to and an that's extent. what I'm saying. Is I don't think this throwing out loosely of several r words Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff i don't think if you're watching it through a 2021 or 2015 lens you can appreciate it as much as you can tony and i that's why i'm like no this movie does not hold up at all it's wildly problematic we don't ever get an ending of where she realizes and i also but also
1: that that is one of the joys of the movie that i think they did such a good job is they don't end it with a cookie cutter happy ending it's like real freaking life that's what but
2: it's not real freaking life now
1: how do you know that's the thing you're not a teenager you're not you're not a junior high kid or not no but i interact
2: with more junior high kids than you do
1: um I dive on social media, so I do see a okay, lot of the young cool, kids. Cool. But the other, thing,
2: I actually have
1: I know nieces she's and nephews. But again, you are an adult. High, okay, hold on, everybody, hold top top on, hold on. High to I know you that. On I know media. that. I know that, Lena. But let me make my point on this. You are an adult dealing mm-hmm. with junior high kids what's happening to those junior high kids they're right now they're probably not being 100% honest yeah. with you with what's really going on so to have the but me as their teacher on, knows on, more than on. you
2: as someone who's that not may be in that may
1: be but it still doesn't make you the I guess you could say expert or the no. voice of a junior high kid I'm, nowadays I'm not that's, trying what, to be. that's what I'm trying to say is yes you're talking you're 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 saying it that from your point of view and your experience but none of us on this show can speak for a junior high kid living in 2021 that's what my point is pretty,
2: agreed pretty, but I actually know a few and you don't
1: but okay I can say granted whatever
2: fairly
0: with some degree of yeah. certainty that Sexual assault is happening in junior high. Yeah,
2: one hundred and ten percent, and that's why I don't. I just think
1: I think it's naive of you to say that to because it comes across how I'm looking at it that. Using the word faggot in, in junior high is not happening right now. That's I how I feel. That. Well, that's how it feels to me. And being somebody who's gay, I still think like it's such a hard thing. That's why I think this film agreed can still hold up in these times because there are kids who are probably dealing with this stuff in junior high right now. Yes. And then I look at cinema now in 2021 and there's no... Films that depict junior, higher, preteen as honestly as they thought this film did in the 90s.
0: You know, yeah. society I mean It may be, you know, um your socioeconomic status. It might be racism. It, you know, the type of bullying may have changed, but I still think the general themes are the same in that this stuff is happening and people are getting bullied and they're having to deal with it and they're not being able to reach out to their teachers or their parents because that's still yeah. very much a thing that's
2: happening. They're all. Little islands. I, I agree, but I think that this film actually snapshots such a specific moment in time that it makes it not the bigger picture. Yes, it's relatable. Everyone can relate to middle school and how awful it is, bullying and all that kind of stuff. However, what makes this not relatable is all the stuff that is so culturally specific to that mid-90s period. Okay. That does yeah. not transfer over anymore. And there are so many other films about teenage bullying. And this is such a culturally okay. specific one okay. and one that is also problematic now, 25 years later, that, yeah, that's okay. where my We can is.
1: agree to disagree. I I yeah. personally think that the film still can be relatable in 2021. That's my point. I got the name
0: drop. Do you want to hear it? I got the name Oh,
1: you did? Let's do it. I
0: fucking did it.
1: How?
0: Eric Mabius Mabius is in one of the fucking Resident Evil movies.
1: (gasps) That's right. With Mila Jokovic, who had a CD, if anybody remembers Divine Madness. Was it no Divine Happy? Do Do you remember that? And it was like all folky? I was religious about that CD. I do. I remember. (laughs) Wasn't it good? It was such a. It was. She only did one freaking album, and then she stopped. God, it was. What was it called? Divine Comedy. It was called Divine Comedy. And remember the beginning was that. um, What is it, Lena? The Renaissance type of painting. The
2: Renaissance. The yeah, yeah. I just remember the CD album cover, which I can't describe. (laughs) <laughs> which i got from texas yeah. okay, go
1: ahead bryn how did you okay get so
0: maybe this was in resident evil with mila jovovich mila jovovich was in the fifth element with bruce willis bruce willis was in mortal thoughts with demi oh, moore demi god. moore was in um ghost with patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. oh my god
1: bryn i really didn't think we were, you were gonna get this one this week
2: I wish
1: you could get paid for this I know oh my god if this were a job
2: oof I wouldn't
0: be doing this podcast with you fools (laughs) (laughs)
1: wait you're
0: getting paid
1: I know wait you are how are we now (laughs) 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 Um, the one thing with this film that is still even when I watched it now that it drives me crazy is all of the adults in the film (laughs) Yes, drive me absolutely nuts like okay, nuts. nobody stands up for Don Wiener like no, no none of the adults and that all the parents It really pisses me off is, the through this whole the film worst. like how do we keep reviewing these films with fucking terrible, terrible parents. parents because
2: i feel like that was everything 80s and 90s was just like parents are awful literally like i think it was a, a different co-
1: kind of awful i think this back- they
2: were like outright like we hate you
0: yeah <laughs> we now
1: saying. i think it's a little more sinister awful and a little more I'm manipulating like, awful i
0: think it's so it's mostly they're like the the teachers of the parents and charlie brown right where they're sort of ancillary and it's like yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah 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 but this is like her parents are fucking evil. They're
1: awful. They're awful. Your parents, awful parents. literally
2: could care less if you lived. We don't yeah. care anymore.
1: But also, too, is that this is a question. I wonder if the filmmaker did that on purpose, as that's how Don Wiener views her Saw parents. her parents. Well, and, and also, I
2: have to say, having grown up in a large family, there are times that you feel. Child. You, yeah. I was I was not a middle child, I, I was the oldest was child, but I, still, there's still times that like, you feel like, does, it, does anyone care if I live yeah. or die? Yeah. Like, I, I think that I could just be like,
1: yeah. in the middle
2: of the living room yep. and life would go on. Yeah. I would just
0: straight up, <laughs> I'm a straight up middle child, two older brothers, two younger sisters. I remember yes. like lining You're the out- the quintessential. Half, yeah. Yes, in the kitchen, lining out half a bottle of aspirin, and just be like, guess I'm gonna do this now. No one said a damn word. No one even phased. <laughs> They're
2: like making dinner. I'm like,
1: wow, you were the don Wiener.
2: <laughs> I was. Oh my god. <laughs> See, I I literally did that shit as the oldest because I was like, I'm great. Okay, I'm the babysitter. Yeah. All I exist is to take care of these people. Yeah. Well, and I, I think I did something similar where I was like, I'm going to kill myself. And my parents yes, like, tonight.
1: like, you,
2: when you're done killing yourself, can you please put your sisters and brothers twice yes. away? They're like, they're like don't you're make a mess.
1: And I was just like, chicken. Defrost
0: you have lost the, defrost the, the whole point. <laughs> yeah. Remember how scared oh. you would get when your parents asked you to defrost the meat? No well, I like you know how we
1: are. we were talking the film's problematic, but here we are talking about suicide. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Oh, this <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So Wait,
2: can we go to the point where I put this in my passport and give you? No, my not grades?
1: yet. No, not yet. Um, so, what other thing? <laughs> Hold your horses, okay, Lena. We already know you're going to give it a F, and it's yeah, not we getting got a step. It, girl. So, why do we even have to bother asking it? We're to um, skip it today. Yeah. The other thing that I had to keep remembering in the in the film is all of these kids, even Steve Rogers, they're all kids in the, the film. Children. Like, yes. they're all high school or junior high kids.
2: Steve Rogers was not. I
1: know, but I'm saying the character was. was. He was still in high school. So, I know. I was like, that is a 20-some-year-old trying to play 17. <laughs> that is that's, not
2: That's believable. a 27-year-old going... Please, please don't put that yeah. in a script <laughs> scene where I have to make out with. The oh, 11-year-olds. you know
1: he was—he's <laughs> like, please, oh
2: please, please, don't make yeah. me do this. <laughs> yeah.
1: So the original script was a lot darker, and yeah. then once the they got the green light, the the right, the guy that directed and wrote it, he was like, no, we gotta tone it down. A, bit. He so, it a little bit, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, but it is time of that show for. We miss you. Grace.
2: Wait, me a stinger.
1: three measures
0: of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of quinoa, lily. Shake it over rice and then add a thin slice of lemon beer.
1: This drink, I like it.
0: <laughs> I know, that's great, right? Another! Another. Grace, give me, a stinger. me a stinger.
1: All right, this is where we pair <sighs> food and cocktails for this film. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Go ahead
0: fish sticks
1: oh you took mine <laughs>
0: and spiked hawaiian punch
1: that's what i was gonna say literally <laughs> spiked hawaiian punch <laughs> of fish sticks god damn it brin i mean, i had the
0: same i do that's how i went first i was like i bet
1: twenty. she's like i need to steal this purse. i know god damn <laughs> it now i gotta rethink inclina go before i have to think <laughs> all right
2: i'm gonna go um jello <laughs> not vodka she jello, never ended
1: up making jello in the but she jello. knows how she knows was
2: she, w- she was so ready to be like
1: i love the part when she tells steve do you want to see my fingers
2: because yeah. you know she didn't understand yeah i see that, that <laughs> which that was oh, another God. thing i related to where Her it was finger like f- finger banging yes oh. exactly <laughs>
1: Well, this is the other thing. They're all like so they're all like junior high, high school kids. And their understanding of sex is just so like nothing. Well, we all remember remember being like that. That is
2: what makes this movie lovely is we all remember that kind of stuff. But anyway, so
0: on it.
1: And I, I, thought it, I thought it was like in this is like elementary school, and I remember saying it to my mom, and she started laughing. And I thought it was a hairstyle. You went to the salon and got a blowout. Blow it j- was the
2: same thing. That's what I, I mean. It was. That's legit. That's legit because a blowout, a blow right? job, Thank you. Yeah, on, you're
1: that's like that's a that's blowout gorgeous. is
2: when you like do it all, and a blow job is when you just curl it all. Because oh. I
1: remember telling my mom because she was said, I'm going to the salon. I said, are you going to go get a blowjob at this salon?
2: <laughs> there are so many stories where I'm just like, I would like, if if I could be reincarnated, I would be reincarnated as Tony and Manny's mom.
1: Oh, dear Lord. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't want that? Oh, dear Lord. We were a nightmare. A nightmare.
2: Manny's the other twin, by the yeah. way. Listeners, yeah, sorry. Sure. <laughs> okay, so, All right, so my th- snack. Um, yeah, your
1: snagless too, because I have to think of
2: my yeah. jello.
1: Jell-literally
2: jello, like no alcohol in it, just jello. And then um, I guess the drink would have been um a spiked high Kool-Aid.
1: Oh, okay. Okay like you
2: accidentally come home, you know. Like I feel like yeah. it's what Steve Rogers would have come home yeah. to. You know, because his mom was Stacy's mom, sunbathing yes. by the pool. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Mine
1: would be like a strawberry daiquiri blended for the Slurpee scene. Love it, strawberry yes. daiquiri. Right, right. <laughs> and then Slurpee to scene. eat, oh, probably like cake, like chocolate cake or something like that for the sweet. The, <sighs> get the any for when, when she doesn't. Yeah. Wasn't that such a fucked up scene? I was like dawn slap your mother get up and That's slap your mother cake. oh i yeah. actually
2: related to some of that scene because there were moments where i was like i remember being my mom's least favorite
0: Yeah. <laughs> so when she's like stay at the table until you I uh, one time my mom rem- wanted me to eat a steak and i didn't eat meat she said you're gonna stay at the table until you eat the
2: steak
1: and okay, i was Okay, My nana used to do
2: that to me all the time with the squash. Yeah. I would just be like, "Well, I, I'll see you tomorrow morning yep, with I this plate whole of whole fucking squash."
1: That whole scene, Brin, where she's like, "Stay at the table," remind me of Mommy Dearest with the meat. yes, it is, yes, it's Christina. <laughs> totally yeah, yeah, reminded yeah. me of that yeah. scene. <laughs> oh, the other character in the film that I always just felt so bad for is Branding because he, you, I know that kid. I know yeah. that kid. I went to school with that kid, and it was all of the how they were raised it's and were I knew raised, that it was right. about and I and in the film I know a lot of people are like think he's problematic but I just felt bad for that character because I'm like well, I know that them. character and then when
2: you dad, you're like, so
1: yeah a and, and you're like that Fuck. character
2: was the kid that I was always friendly with in school and yeah. then they would develop a hardcore crush on me only because I treated them like a human being right. yeah like yeah. it wasn't like, because they actually like, liked me okay. It was only because they were like, "You treat me like I exist Maybe that's in this why world."
1: Brandon was ended up like actually liking Dawn the towards the end of the film.
2: Yeah. Well, and that yeah. I do feel like those kids in school, and they still exist. Where it's just like you treated me like a person, yeah. so of course I'm gonna. Yeah. Yeah, it's problematic. <laughs>
1: You already said, okay, let's do grades. I give it an A+. I give that it an A+, too. I I still really enjoy the film for what it is. And I think if uh if You kids, both
2: gave it an A+, before.
1: Yeah, A+, I'm sticking with it. And I think if a younger kid stumble onto this film or younger people or people who didn't grow up in the 90s, I think they could still appreciate the film for what it is. And the character of Don Weiner. <laughs> Everybody Wiener. could, especially if you were bullied, you could relate Wiener to Don Weiner. They used
0: to call
1: me McGeekrin. McGeekrin, really? Yeah. Yeah, I got Tony Baloney, of course. I was yeah. the
2: long-lost Brady. The long-lost
1: Brady. Momo That's so sad. That's so terrible. So terrible. To <laughs> be related to Marsha Brady. I know. Okay, we no. know it. What are you going to give it?
2: Yeah. Okay, my grade is C-. minus. Oh, I'm surprised.
1: Not an F, okay. Okay.
2: Um,
0: Does it get a stamp? No. I'm going to put a stamp. Okay, our next
1: movie. Our next movie, movie. (laughs) I know.
2: However, however, I want to say, this is a movie. I have a niece. She's middle school age. I thought you just wanted to say that. I know. (laughs) I want to... Watch this film with her
1: Yeah and get her take on it I'm very curious And And I will
2: totally You guys know I will totally shut my face
1: up Yes I'm yeah. I would be curious for a junior high kid if they're ready for it to watch this and see what they really think. Um, and but let's you talk guys know my niece. Yeah, so let's talk someone... about our next film. What we're gonna pick? Should we? Should we? Yeah, yes. We should do it so we're doing a classic. This one, I think everybody and their mother has seen this film. But yeah. Lena, it is the 1983 coming of age story. Another one. The outsiders. the
2: outsiders. Yes. What are you fucking I, talking about?
1: I know everybody's going, what the fuck? Lena's oh, ever seen the Eagle, outsiders? Pony
0: boy. Pony yeah.
1: Pony boy. Oh, I love this film. It's a good Never film. even
0: heard of it. Really?
1: Oh, I'm
0: gonna, I, it I'm gonna give it an A. I'm gonna give it an A minus.
1: I'm gonna give it a solid A. I'm gonna right. give it a solid, solid A.
0: Lena, do you know of this film?
1: At
2: outsiders. All. Wait. You, Bren, gave it an a minus. I gave it an A. Okay.
1: And then, what do, um, you, what do you know about this film?
2: I know nothing about this film. I know it's a brat pack-ish film. Okay. Um, and um, I know it's. Everyone keeps warning me it's not the vampire one.
1: Not Lost Boys. Lost Boys, now. <laughs> Correct. Yeah.
2: Which to me I'm like Lost Boys, Outsiders. They're kind of the I same. I think thing. you're gonna
1: like this one. I really do yeah. think it's actually a really good film, a great cast. And oh, the I know it's about incredible. a gang. Yeah. And the in um, the and the book that it's based off is incredible. The book's really yeah. good. But we're gonna do outsiders for next week. And this was a very passionate episode, which I Ooh, like. I like when up. it gets passionate, because everybody has opinions and it's you're great. You should. You should have opinions and you should talk about it. And And you should tell me I'm right. And no, you're not. And, you know, like. Sometimes the movie will be for some people and sometimes it won't, and that's just how it is. (laughs) But next week, we are going to cover The Outsiders. There's going to be a lot to talk about on that film. It's a very good film. If you haven't seen it, check it out and then come back and watch us review it and give us your comments of what you think about the film and all of that good stuff. You can follow us anywhere you get podcasts at Filmspringa, and we're Filmspringa on Instagram, and you can email us, Podcast at Gmail if you have any movie recommendations for us to to watch. But that is it for us this week. That was welcome to the dollhouse. And next week we're gonna talk all outsiders. Hi everybody!